Hi everybody, this is Lori Weaver and welcome to Compulsive Overeating Diary, day 32. It's now been nine weeks, three days since I began this experiment where I talk about my thoughts and feelings about compulsive overeating rather than heading for the chips. For people that might be new to this podcast, I want to let you know that I do broadcast most of my episodes, if not all of my episodes, outside while I'm hiking, walking, or generally thinking my thoughts about compulsive overeating while exercising. Today I'm up at the top of my mountain hiking trail in what I call my second to top zen place. You might be hearing some birds chirping, some other other hikers walking by, my footsteps if I were walking around, that kind of thing. I also open every episode by having a snippet of Josh Woodward's beautiful song, I'm Letting Go, because that song so inspired me and continues to inspire me on my journey. When we come back from listening to that, I want to talk about how come the day that I recorded last episode was the best of days, and then it was the worst of days, and then it was the best of days again. But I'm letting go. Last episode, I told you about my two water run celebration pounds, and this morning I'm 210.6. That's right, I weigh 210 pounds, 0.6, so that means I'm down one of my two pesky uptick pounds. So even with celebration pounds and water pounds, I'm still down more than a stone, yay! because I'm down 14.4 pounds and I'm pretty confident by the end of the week that last celebration town, that last celebration pound will also go its merry way. Unless, of course, I'm visited by the robot aliens again. Which is an excellent, excellent segue into my story. It was the best of days. It was the best of days because in episode 30, that your bonus episode, I was celebrating because I got into iHeartRadio. And that's true. I am in iHeartRadio. So if that's some way that you listen to podcasts in your car or other ways, you can look for Compulsive Overeating Diary and there I'll be. Yay! I'm still happy about that. That's still a good thing. And as I talked about in the prior episode, episode 31, My husband and I went out to eat and had a nice lunch and I felt very satisfied and no worries about that couple of pounds that that I put on the scale. Did a whole whole bit on why the scale lies. And I was feeling super good as I was walking down the mountain to put this episode together because I was again enjoying all of the great tips that you sent in for our brave companion, Maureen, when she wanted to know how do you deal with emotions under compulsive overeating. And for new listeners, again, I call you all listeners and people who participate in the podcast my brave companions because we're all companions on this journey. And even if all you're doing is listening to a podcast on the topic of compulsive overeating and binge eating, you're brave because you're taking a look at that issue. Back to the ranch. 
Okay, some of the really great tips that we got was to do a yoga pose or do a meditation from Janet, right? And I said, I'm going to do the tree pose. That's the one where you kind of stand on one foot, put the other foot up on your knee and your hands over your head like a, a Buddha kind of a look. And I find that very relaxing and hard to balance. So that takes a lot of your time. I said, that's a good one. And then we also got the tips about being nice to yourself from Sandy, like to tell yourself something encouraging. And I reminded myself that what I always tell myself is, it's okay, you're gonna be okay. And so I had all of these tips running through my head. I couldn't wait to put this episode together. I could not wait to share this with you so that you too could have these wonderful tips at your disposal in case the robot alien binge monsters attack your body, put their arms through your arms and try to force chips down your throat at times of stress and despair. You know, I couldn't have been happier. Beautiful day in California. Goal met, listeners communicating, happy, 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 happy. Down I go, clean up, get my snack, take a drink of water, feeling good, right in the middle of editing my episode. And all of these episodes take me just about an hour to put together and put the show notes together and publish them online. Okay, really happy. I work on a Macintosh PowerBook computer. That's where I have all my software for doing this show. And it's about four or five years old. So it's been limping along for a while, but doing fine. And I was going, listening, going, listening, going, listening. Pretty soon I got what they call the beach ball of death. That's where the cursor busy happens to you. And usually it's because some programs or processes in the back of the computer, not to get too technical, are taking up the, the brain space of the computer. So normally you can force quit out of these processes and then reboot and everything goes good. Well, this computer was not going to reboot. I mean, and I'm a techie person, so I'm usually the person that everyone calls up, here, help me. And by the way, I, I hate going to work on technical things. I'm, I am a techie because I had to be, but usually I'm pretty good with my own computers and technical equipment. I spent three hours working on that computer, trying to get software off, trying to clear space on it, doing all the troubleshooting tricks and tips that I know to try to get my computer good enough so that I could put out episode 31. And I mean three hours worth. And I know I've told you before, if you've been listening for a while, Brave Companions, that my husband Mark and I are retired. So while we're doing okay, and we can typically save up for what we want, and we're not too worried about our day-to-day -day expenses, we've taken a few big hits in the money department lately. And we're kind of in the cut back mode and restock mode and let's make do mode, that's where we are financially. So I'm looking at this computer going, man, I don't even know if it can be fixed, if it has to be wiped clean. I don't know what needs to be done to get this computer up and running. So it was very, very stressful. What's even more stressful, computer people who have data, I hadn't backed up for quite a while. Okay, all my show materials, all my show notes, all of the things that I work with to put compulsive overeating together, as well as all my daily adventure tales materials, were all not backed up. Lori, how could you be such an idiot? Now I'm going to treat you to what was going through my mind. How could you be such an idiot? You're a technical person. Don't you know better? You always back up. You always back up. Why haven't you been backing up? 
Well, Lori, because I've been busy walking around podcasting and feeling happy and not thinking about backing up. But you should have backed up. Now your computer's crap. What are you going to do? I was like, I don't know. And usually I'm the lady with the plan. You're in trouble. You come to Lori. That's usually I could come up with 10 plans in the blink of an eye. I know exactly all the different ramifications, the pluses and minuses, everything. That's my compulsive computer brain can get me out of almost anything if it's, if it's in my mind, if it's not unconscious, if it's actually a problem in my mind, I'm usually pretty darn good at taking care of it. Well, this one had me stumped. I am about as good a technician on a computer as I could go higher. And I'm suspecting this computer might need a complete wipe. Though I did finally get it to kind of to boot on where I said if I go get a, an external disk, I might be able to, to get some of my data off of the computer. So I felt a little better. But as far as the show goes, I'm thinking, wow, I just said I'm on iHeartRadio. And everyone knows I publish several times a week because I'm out walking and talking several times a week. And it might be a long, long time before I'm ready to publish an episode again. And that was making me very sad. And I spent so many hours in frustration and feeling sad. It welled up. I know you brave companions are going to dig me on this. You're going to feel me on this. The, the despair and the sadness and the feeling of loss that I couldn't do this show, which I love, and, and do what I wanted to do, just was so overwhelming that I couldn't take it. I said, the only thing I know to do is to eat chips. The only thing I know is to eat. And then that will at least temporarily make me feel better. But I had just recorded this show. I had just been editing this show about these tricks. So I went to the cupboard and I did the tree pose. <laughs> I did. I swear to God, I did. I did the tree pose for five seconds and thought it through and said, those chips are not going to help your computer. <laughs> those chips are not going to help you. But I said, I don't care. I was so feeling despair and I can't think of a thing to solve my problem. I just can't take feeling so uncomfortable. So then I tried the deep breathing. <sighs> I did that. But still I said, I don't care. I feel so awful. The only thing that's going to make me feel better, at least for a few seconds, is if I eat and I give in to my compulsion. So I have to tell you, I did. I had some chips and cheese and guacamole and some other things that I'm not real proud of. But I will tell you, these tips slowed me down and did make me make a conscious choice. So I have to tell you, it was a very conscious choice where I said to myself, I'm not yet in the place where I know how to deal with a, a frustrating disappointment of this magnitude <laughs> without eating. Even my normal fallback of grabbing my recorder and running off to podcast was just making me feel more sad because I had no clue how I was ever again in the near future going to put my podcast together. So as you can see, I felt pretty down that here I'd given you all these great tips on on how not to be binging and how to kick the ass of the robot aliens and, and all of that kind of thing. And, and here I was eating the chips all the while knowing that I was going to have to come here 
and tell you again, yes, brave companions, it's another one of those valleys in our hill and valley experience of compulsive overeating diary. Because this show is a diary, some days I do great, some days not so good. But this is the thing that happened. I even went to the fridge and took one of my husband's Corona light beers out and was sitting in front of my computer just staring at the <laughs> beach ball of death, sipping this beer, thinking, oh, this isn't good. You don't want to start drinking beers now because you're frustrated. But I was also thirsty and went good with those chips, which I really shouldn't have been eating either. But you get the picture. I'm sitting there with a plate of chips, sipping a beer by myself in front of this computer in the afternoon when my husband comes down because he's a night owl. He usually stays up till way early, early, early in the morning and gets up in the afternoon. Okay, so he comes down. Hi, honey. How are you? Big smile on his face. He takes one look at my beer in my hand. <laughs> in the face of me in front of the computer. And he said, what happened? Now, Mark is a great guy. He's not usually super in tune with my feelings. He's not that kind of touchy-feeling dude, right? He's not that kind of guy. So I'm thinking, I must have a pretty expressively this is crap face for him to take one look while I'm holding the beer and saying, what's wrong? So I put down the half-drunk beer cried and told him my story. And this computer is broke. I've been trying for three hours to fix it. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't think this computer can come back. I just don't know what we're going to do. And what Mark said, now this is the first sentence out of his mouth. The very, very first sentence is, get your coat. Let's go in the car. We're heading to the Apple store in Pasadena and we're buying you a new computer. Like, what? Are you out of your mind? Do you know how much a new Mac is going to cost? He said, "Hun, you've been working really hard at this and you like to do video editing. And this old computer really wasn't up to par for you to be able to work on your little movies that you've been making. It hasn't been good enough. Let's go right now. Whatever it takes, it's worth it. I'm floored. I mean, he and I discuss whether or not we're going to buy the name brand toilet paper if it's not on sale with a coupon, okay? We watch our pennies trying to make our retirement a good, good experience for the both of us. And we think long and hard before we do a major thing that isn't uh, an emergency, okay? Like our house needed repair, car needs repair, we have a medical thing, we've got money set aside for those kinds of instances. But fun stuff like vacations or theater tickets or things that are extra, we think long and hard about the value to us as a couple and a family as to whether that's where our money ought to be going. And right now we're not the most flush in the extra money because I told you before we had a couple expenses prior. So we've been in the build-up mode, not the let's spend money mode. But Mark just knew that maybe we could get my old computer fixed, but that would take some time because you just don't waltz into the Apple store and say, here's my computer. You have to make an appointment. They're so busy. It's going to be several days, you know, at that time. He said, we're just going to buy one today. You're going to be up and running today. So that's what we did. We went to the Apple store, we bought a new computer, we got it going, 
I spent the next day kind of, you know, getting all my software reinstalled, getting my, remembering all the passwords to everything that I had to remember to get my computer up and going. So it was 24 hours later that I put up episode 31 with all of those tips. And I gotta tell you, I am so grateful that I had those tips in mind because maybe I had a frustration robot alien binge of 800 to 1,000 calories, maybe, maybe not even that much. But if I hadn't been doing the tree pose, if I hadn't been telling myself I'm going to be okay, if I hadn't slowed down enough to tell my brain I'm going to be eating right now in order to deaden this pain enough that I can feel confident I'll survive another few minutes. If I hadn't had that in mind, I might have been eating a lot longer because I really just ate those chips and drank a little bit of that beer until I felt a little bit calmer, enough that I could get some of my brain back. So I knew I was using my food as medicine. I knew I was using it incorrectly, but I knew why I was using it. So I was able to stop using it as soon as that feeling abated a little bit. So I don't know if you're gonna find that an encouraging story or a discouraging story, but I'm not on the pedestal. I am a compulsive overeater. Well, actually, I hate to put it that way because I'm a person with a lot of skills and talents and wonderful things, as well as things that I like to work on. One of them is that I am a person with the issue of compulsive overeating. Compulsive overeating is not me. I'm a person with that issue. I also have an issue with binge eating. And this podcast and show and my interactions with you are all about What's going on with me as I try to integrate better choices, a healthier lifestyle into all of my life so that I can still go have a celebration lunch with my husband, that I still could have a beer if I was really in the mood for having a beer and not feeling sad, or at least if I'm feeling sad, having half a beer. And I'm really grateful that my husband is the kind of guy who took one look at me and said, let's go, let's make it happen today. Well, how did you like my story of it was (laughs) the best of days, the worst of days, and then it became the best of days? I liked it. I think I'm going to listen to this episode again. But I wanted to talk about a couple other things too. Speaking of guys, I want to give a shout out to new companion Stephen, because Stephen wrote me in the contact form on the website compulsiveovereatingdiary.com and he says, Hi Lori, just a quick note to let you know how much I enjoy your podcast. As a guy, I struggle with my own compulsive overeating issues and I listen to your podcast for inspiration. Keep it up and just know you're doing a lot of good for a lot of people. So thanks Stephen, I really appreciate that you came and left me that note and he and I have been having some email fun back and forth because he used to be an opera singer And I don't know if I've told you this before, but I always have this kind of thought in my head because the two big regrets in my physical form in this life, one that I don't have beautiful mile-long Barbie legs where I could wear short shorts and people would whistle at me, (laughs) and two, I don't have an outstandingly gorgeous singing voice and the ability to really sing like Julie Andrews on the mountain. I would love to be a singer. So I said to him, you know, when I was younger, I would have gone for the do-over with God Barbie legs 
every time. But now that I'm older, I think for sure if I got a do-over with God, I would pick the great singing voice. <laughs> and he laughed back at me and said, well, I think he would, I would pick not having this compulsive issue to deal with. And I thought that through. Yeah, that, that would be a pretty good one too. But I'm still going for the singing, Stephen. I still wish if I got a do-over from God that, that I would get a fantastically good singing voice. But that's not how it meant to be. And I want to end our podcast with a very special shout out to our good friend and brave companion, Sandy, because it's going to be her birthday this weekend. That's right. Happy birthday, Sandy. And in your honor, instead of ending with the part of I'm letting go Josh's song, as I usually do, I'm going to end with a song called Beautiful Birthday by Muna Luna. And this is part of the Free Music Archive contest where they had songwriters and singers make free, free birthday songs because our traditional USA birthday song, Happy Birthday, costs a ton of royalties. And they wanted people like me on this podcast and people that were doing videos to have some music that you could use freely under the Creative Commons license. So this is one I found, and I think you'll really like it, Sandy. So Happy Birthday. I looked up, oh, it's another year gone by, oh, it must be time, time to celebrate again. It's true when I tell you it's your day today. It's true when I tell you it's your day today.